Ooh, good afternoon. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Hello to you and your loved ones. Thank you for the time that you are setting aside so that we can be together as we learn through the word of God. Um, you are welcome. I want you to feel comfortable. Um, feel at ease for the word that is about to be spoken. Hallelujah. And before we get into the message um, that the Father has given us uh, today, I want us to pray. And um, to do that, I want us to read the book of Matthew chapter 7. I want us to pray using the scripture from the book of Matthew chapter 7, verse 5. And verse 5 reads, Hypocrite. First, remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Hallelujah. And the prayer that I want us to offer is to say, God, help me that I should focus on me. Hallelujah. You will understand why as we get into the message, but I want us to pray this moment that God... Help me that I should focus on me. Okay, let's start to pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we come before you this moment, O oh Lord, as your son, as your daughter, as your children. We know that, Father, we belong to you, and so we rely on you, and we trust in you. We thank you this moment, O oh God, for reminding us that we need to focus on us, O oh God. That there are things about us, there are things within us, there are things around us that we first need to change before we can look at other people and focus on other people. Before we can be able to help anyone else, we need to ensure that our things are in order. And that's the prayer that we are offering this moment, O oh God. That Jehovah help us that we may know how to focus on our issues, how to focus on our lives, how to focus on our families, how to focus on our circumstances. And that once we have addressed the issues within, we are then in a position to look at other people in the mighty name of Jesus. My God, as we are doing this, we know that on our own it is not possible, it is not easy. And that's why we are relying on the help of the Holy Spirit, that helper, may you help us. May you hold our hands. May you help search us. Shine the light within us to see the things that are hidden. Shine the light within our families to see the things that are hidden. That whatever issues we are not exposed before, we pray. That after this prayer, let them be exposed with the purpose of us finding the solutions and the answers in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. My God, may you receive the praise. May you receive the honor. My Father, I pray for every individual that will listen to this message. Every individual that will watch, my Lord, this message. Everyone that will pay attention, I pray. That Spirit of God, may you reveal yourself to them in the mighty name of Jesus. Let them find the revelation, the secrets through the word of God. Let them find the things that they need to make it in this month in this year. Let them find the Lord the answers they have been searching for so they may make it to the next step of their life 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, take the praise, take the honor in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, what we are doing is not for us, but it is you instructing us that it may be beneficial for us. Thank you, my Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. So you can use that scripture of Matthew chapter 7 verse 5 to continue praying whenever you have the time. That um, God should help you to look in inside of you, inside of your circumstances, within your family, with the intention or the purpose of you to improve. Praise be to God. And today I have a message that indeed is so important for us to learn, for us to hear, so we may move to the next stage, the next step of our life. And the title of the message is, Look at Yourself. Look at Yourself. We are in the second um, quarter, uh, not the second half of the year 2023. And today officially means 183 days have passed of the year 2023 and we have 182 days left so from the 365 days that god had given you from the 365 days that god had given me we have already used 183 that you never see again 183 that you never see or face or live again. They have gone and that's it. They are now history. And from today moving on to December, we have 182 days remaining. Now, it is important for you to be serious in how you are going to live these remaining days because each day that goes by, that's it. You never see it again. Any opportunity that you miss and it goes, you won't see it again. So you must pray. You must seek the face of God. You must desire of God that he should help you, that you must maximize on each day that you are living. And let's look at the book of 2 Corinthians, all right? And then we'll look at the stuff that God has given. 2 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 3. 2nd Corinthians chapter 50, uh, chapter 13, chapter 13, 1, 3, verse 5. Praise be to God. Look at yourself. Look at yourself. 2nd Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5, the Bible reads, Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do, do you not know yourselves that Christ Jesus is in you unless indeed you are disqualified? Let me pray. Father, thank you for the scripture. My God, in the scripture, my Father, the answers are here. The solutions are here. The secrets are here. The knowledge is in here. The revelation is here. The insight is here. The knowledge is here. The wisdom is here. The guidance is here. And so I ask that Spirit of God give us that understanding of the Word of God. May we pick everything out of the Scripture, my Lord, for our benefit, for the benefit of those around us. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father.
In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, I am talking about looking at yourself. Looking at myself. Hallelujah. Not looking at your neighbor. Not looking at your wife. Not looking at your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Not looking at your boss. Not looking at your neighbor. Not looking at your colleague. Not looking at your acquaintance. Not looking at your business partner. Not looking at any stranger. But looking at yourself. And I need you to first understand the word look. It's important. And this word for the context of what we are talking about, the meaning of this word is an act of directing one's gaze in order to see something or someone. So when I say look, there is an act involved. There is an intention involved. There is a purpose involved. That as you are looking, your intention, the reason why you are looking is because you want to see something. You are looking because your desire is there is something that you are looking for. When you are looking at an opportunity, it is because there are benefits out of this opportunity. When you are looking for a relationship, it is because there are benefits out of the relationship. You know that you find peace, you find comfort, you find love, you find happiness out of this relationship. So you are looking for it. When you are looking for marriage, it is because you understand that the word of God says for a man that he that finds a wife, a woman, finds a good thing and obtains a favor in the eyes of the Lord. So you are looking for a marriage, you are looking for a wife. When you are looking for a child, it is because you understand that the word of God says a child is a blessing from God. So you are in a search of a blessing. When you are looking for unemployment, it is because you know that out of employment, you are going to be able to support your family. So you are then looking for employment because you know out of this employment, you are going to be able to earn a living. You pay for a roof over your head. You'll be able to buy food so you can sustain your body. You'll be able to look after those whom you are responsible for. So you look for employment. Now, coming back to the topic of the subject, we are saying look at yourself. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5, the word of God through Apostle Paul is saying, examine yourself as to whether you are in the faith. So today, being in the second half of 2023, as a pastor, I am here to say to you that look at your spiritual life. Where are you in your spiritual life? Can you stand boldly and say you are still connected to God? Can you stand and say that you are still connected to Jesus Christ? Can you stand and say you are still connected to the word of God? If you want to look into your marriage, can you say that you and your partner are still on the same page? Do you still have common goals and a common purpose in your marriage? When you look at your employment or your career, can you still say that your career excites you? Are you still interested in your career? 
When you wake up in the morning, do you still have the drive from within to go to your place of employment and make a difference? If you're running a business, are you able to offer a service or a product that is changing the lives of people? Is that still your drive? Hallelujah. So in this second half of the year, it is important that you look at yourself with the intention of checking where are you. Milestones are important to gauge where we are in life. Without milestones, it is difficult for you to know whether you are achieving your objectives or not. So what you do is you set targets, you set milestones, so that when you achieve it, when you arrive there, you can say this has been done, put it aside, and focus on something else. So when you are looking at yourself today, we are not just talking about your life and the things you are able to do, but we are also saying your spiritual life as the word of God is saying. Your spiritual life, you are a child of God. You are a daughter of God. You are a son of God. Are you still in the position where indeed you are a child of God? When the spirit of God is looking at you in the spirit or your spirit, are, is he able to still recognize you? Is he able to relate with you with the things of God? When you open your mouth to say a prayer before God, are you still recognizable before the Father because you are still connected? Hallelujah. Now you must understand that it is easy for you, it is easy for me to look at other people. But when it comes to looking at ourselves, that's where the challenge is. Hence, it is easy to point a finger at other people, to point the people and put the blame on other people that it is his fault. It is her fault. It is their fault. My parents didn't do this. They didn't do that. My pastor didn't do this, did not do that. My partner did not do this, did not do that. But what about you? Have you taken a moment to look at what you have done? What is your contribution? Look at yourself. Hallelujah. Now, listen, this is, this is really important, my God. I want you to know that we, we are surrounded by hype men, <laughs> hype women, hype boys, and hype girls. Now, what is a hype person? A hype person is someone that will tell you the things you want to hear, someone that will pump you up, someone that will you know, encourage you into doing whatever that you are doing. And the trouble that we have is that the hype men, women, boys, girls that we are surrounded with are hyping us in the wrong things. Look at yourself. You find that you, you, know, you are surrounded by hype men that are busy hyping you to stay out late. And yet you are in a serious or a committed relationship. You are a married man. And yet you are busy entertaining your friends to be telling you that you should stay out long, stay out late at night. And yet you have left your wife, you have left your children at home. Hype men. As a woman, you are being hyped up by your girls that know you should stay out late and yet you are leaving your husband at home. You are leaving your children at home. You are surrounded by the wrong hype women. Disrespecting parents. You are being hyped up at times not to respect your parents. 
you are listening to the wrong advice and in turn you are not respecting your parents you have the wrong hype men women boys girls in your life some are busy hyping you not to respect your boss they are saying no but who does he think he is who does she think she is? He does not own that company. She does not own that company. And by doing that, they are hyping you to have the wrong mindset, the wrong attitude toward your employer, your boss. And you find that automatically your attitude towards your boss is changing. You are becoming negative. You are entertaining the wrong conversations because you are being hyped by the wrong people. Look at yourself. Giving attitude to your partner, you find that you have had a quarrel or fight with your partner and you go to your girls and you say, listen, I had a fight or an argument with my partner last night. And instead of you being surrounded by the correct people, they are hyping you to give attitude to your partner. And in turn, you are then drifting further and further away in your relationship. Why? You are hyped by the wrong people. Look at yourself. You are going to the wrong people and you are saying, I had a fight, an argument with my boyfriend, with my, uh, sorry, with my wife or with my, uh, my girlfriend. And they are giving you the wrong advice. They are hyping you with the wrong things. That listen, you are the man. You shouldn't listen to your wife. You shouldn't do what your wife says. You are the man. You wear the pants in the house. You call the shots. You are the head of the house. And through listening to all this, you find that you are drifting further away in your relationship. Look at yourself. Some are hyping you to go out and drink all night. You find that your intention was not to do that. Maybe you said, I'll go out with my friends. I'm only going to have a, a glass of juice and then I'm going to go home. But because people, your friends are hyping you into taking some shots, they are hyping you into taking some alcohol, and then you find the whole night you are spending out, forgetting that you have got a responsibility at home. Look at yourself. Your girls are saying, no, they are hyping you. Let's take some cocktails. Let's take some wine. Let's take this and that. And you are hyped by that. And in turn, what's happening is you are ending up spending all night out, forgetting that you have got a commitment at home. Look at yourself. People are hyping you to say, no, let's go out to a strip club. Let's go out to a strip club. And they are hyping you, getting you excited, saying, no, no, no. Yeah, you know, your wife is not going to see you. Or maybe your husband is not going to see you. They are hyping you. And in turn, you end up being in the wrong place where you do the wrong things. Look at yourself. Because the trouble will never be collective. It will be you alone that will face the heat. If it means you're going to lose your employment, it won't be you as a collective. You alone will lose your employment. If it means that your business will suffer, it won't be we will suffer. It will be your business that is going to suffer. Hallelujah. So it is time that we have to think carefully about the choices we are going to make from this day going forward to December. Remember, you only have 182 days left. You have to treat each day as golden. You have to respect that this day that God has blessed me with, I should use it effectively. 
if I am to be questioned at the end of the day to say, what did you do? I should be able to boldly stand and confidently say, I maximized the day. Look at yourself. Hallelujah. Now listen, the, the trouble that we have is because of our position, our background, our titles, our possessions, where we are in society, we are not checked or told the truth by most people, my God. Now listen, if you have people in your life that are able to check you, my goodness, people who are able to walk up to you and say, my sister, what you are doing is wrong. People who are able to walk up to you and say, my brother, this is nonsense. People who are able to come to you and say, listen, you are a married man. You cannot be doing that. You are a married woman. You cannot be doing that. If you have people that are able to do that in your life, thank God for them. Because we are living in a time where people hype us for the wrong things. And for the important things, there are a few, if any, that are able to hype you in the right things. People who are able to motivate you, to give you a drive that will improve your life. Things that are going to make you to be a better person. People like that are few in life. Look at yourself. So you must now reach a point where you are checking, you are looking to see who am I surrounding myself with. You are looking at yourself. You are saying, Tadala, what are you entertaining in your life? What type of phone calls? What type of messages? What type of environments? What type of conversations are, are you entertaining yourself with? Look at yourself. Now, let me finish um, by uh, the book of Luke chapter 15. Look at yourself. Praise the Lord. It's important that you do that. And this message is actually coming at an important time, at an opportune time, in that we have just started the second half of the year. So it, it is a perfect time for you and I to check ourselves. It is an ideal time for us to pause, to take a moment and say, what have you been doing from January? To check and say, how have you been living from January? To check and say, how have you been speaking from January? To say, how have you been responding, reacting from January? How have you been thinking from January? What is it that you have accomplished from January? Because the days are not being added, but the days are being subtracted. My God, this is a revelation that you have to understand. That the days, your days are not added. Your days are subtracted. Praise the Lord. Because you must know that the moment you were created, there was an X amount of, um, or a specific amount of years that God has given you on this earth. So after each day, there is a, a, a subtraction that takes place. That out of this number of days, one is now gone. So as you are getting excited, thinking you are going to live forever, I want you to understand that each day that passes by, there is a subtraction to your number of days on this earth. You are getting excited that you are getting older because you are celebrating a birthday. But what you must know is that you are getting closer to the day that you depart the planet Earth. This is the reality. Hallelujah. You don't have to be scared, but you must understand that that's the reality of life. 
So look at yourself. Let this be something continuous. That as a pastor, I need to be looking at myself. What am I doing for the kingdom of God? What am I doing with the calling that has been given to me? In my role as a husband, what am I doing as a husband? What am I doing as a father? What am I doing as a sibling? What am I doing as an engineer? What am I doing as a colleague? What am I doing as a neighbor? What am I doing as a member of a society? What am I doing, hallelujah? as a citizen these are the questions i constantly need to be asking myself that tadala what are you doing the day you leave will people notice that someone has left the day you are no longer around will people miss you that's what we must be looking and checking that what impact what influence are we making on this earth what mark are we going to leave in the lives of people what mark are we going to leave what reputation are we going to leave in this universe now let's get to luke chapter 15 verse 17 to 20 the bible reads in verse 17 but when he came to himself he said how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare and i perish with hunger verse 18 i will arise and go to my father and will say to him father i have sinned against heaven and before you and i am no longer worthy to be called your son make me like one of your hired servants and verse 20 and he arose and came to his father but when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Now, this is a famous story, right? It is a story about the prodigal son, where it says that um, Jesus was telling a parable. And he said, there was a man that had two sons. And this man um, had a lot of wealth that he was keeping for his children and one day the younger son came to his father and he said father i want you to give me all that is mine i want to go away and the father indeed listened to what the son said he took all that belonged to him and gave it to him and the son went away and out of excitement out of ignorance out of the wrong company the bible says he squandered all that the father gave him he squandered all his inheritance hallelujah and the bible says now this verse comes in where he was he he started to struggle he was suffering because he had wasted everything he had and he started to say within himself um, that ah you know what uh, what am i doing here because nothing is working well for me nothing is going right for me the Bible says he came to himself. In other words, he looked at himself. Hallelujah. So today, when I'm saying look at yourself, you have to reach a point where no one has to tell you. Nothing has to tell you. But you must make a decision to say, let me look at my life. Where am I heading to? What am I achieving? What am I doing? Is this working out for me? You need to do that. The pastor cannot do that on your behalf. Your mother or father will not do that on your behalf. Yes, they may point out things, but only until it takes you to realize that you are going the wrong direction, you cannot change. 
You can have people pray all they want for you, but it has to reach a point where you also have to be willing to change. And the Bible says that he came to his senses and he said, how many of my father's hired servants are having bread enough to spare? He said, why am I suffering when yet I know that my father has wealth? But this is happening at a point when he is now looking at himself. And the Bible says when he then went, he, he, you know, he wasn't communicating with anybody here. He didn't have anyone check him. He didn't have anyone tell him. But he is looking at himself. And the Bible says when he decided to approach his father, he had a shock of his life. Because he was expecting that his father would treat him as a servant. That his father would treat him as a worker. That his father would be angry at him for wasting all his inheritance. But the Bible says the father rushed towards him, embraced him, kissed him on the neck, and he told the servants that put, you know, um, you know, the best clothes on him, put, you know, some uh, uh, chains on him, hallelujah, because he is my son, he has returned. So I want you to look at yourself today, it is not too late. You may be saying, no, but I am already 35, I am already 45, I am already 50, I am already 28, I am, it is late for me, it is never late. Go before you, you know, find a space where you are alone and start to look at yourself. And then speak to God and say, Father, I have not been living right. Praise the Lord. You, you should go before him and say, Lord, I have not been doing the right things. Help me, oh God. And it will take you to a place where you can even go and confess before whoever you have wronged. If you have wronged your wife, if you have wronged your husband, if you have wronged your partner, you can go before them and say, listen, forgive me. I did it. I, I did it out of ignorance. Go back and say, Lord, I am sorry. Help me. Maybe it's my pride that has been causing me not to be able to open up. But take away this pride, Father. I do not want it anymore. If it means you have to go before your wife and say, my darling, I am sorry the way I've been treating you. I am sorry the way I've been treating our family. I am sorry the way I've been behaving. Do it because your life depends on it. The worst that can happen is you die and without confessing or um, amending um, 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 your ways. The worst that can happen is if you die without repenting. That's the most terrible thing. So you must remember, I must remember that our days on earth are not guaranteed. We do not know how long we have. We do not know when are we going to be called. We do not know how we are going to be called. Hallelujah. If the people that died knew how they were going to die, they were going to live different. They were going to do things different. Praise the Lord. But there were some that had no idea they left home thinking they would return. They left the workplace thinking they would return. They left their business thinking they would return. Maybe they left their bed thinking they would go back to bed. Or they were about to go to bed thinking they would make it in the morning. And they didn't know that was their last moment. So I want you to know that each moment you are breathing, you must remember that how am I living. Always look at yourself.
as you are moving, as you are walking, as you are, you know, whatever you are doing, always look at yourself and say, Tadala, how am I this moment? Not later. Later might not arrive. Later might not come. Tomorrow might not come. Praise the Lord. So treat each moment as now. How am I now? How are things now? How are my relationships now? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Look at yourself. Let me pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you and I bless you. I honor you, my God, my maker, my creator, my father, Jehovah. You are good, you are sweet, you are wonderful, you are awesome. You are the creator of the heaven and of the earth. This you do not need to be reminded, but I say it because you are glorious, O oh God. I thank you for you are the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. There is no one like you. You are worthy of all praise, my God. You are worthy of all worship. You are worthy of all adoration. My Father, I exalt you above every name. My God, it is written that every knee that bows before you, that it tongues confess to you that you are Lord. You are God of life. You are God of direction. You are God of peace. You are God of justice. You are God of love. You are God of provision. You are God of order. I thank you this moment. And as you have said to us that we should look at ourselves, I am looking at myself, oh God. That where I have done wrong before you, forgive me, O Jehovah. Where I have not spoken well, forgive me, Jehovah. Where my thoughts have not been good, forgive me, Jehovah. Where my actions have not been good, forgive me, Jehovah. And where my behavior has been stinking, help me, Holy Spirit, to change. And whoever I have wronged, I want to look, O Lord, within and identify my God that I may go back to them and repent. I do not want to quarrel with anyone, my Lord. I do not want to leave Lord God hating anyone, my God. I want to live peaceably with all men. It is biblical. It is written that live peaceably with all men. My Father, I want to live peaceably with everyone. My God, as your son is looking at, at himself, as your daughter is looking at herself, as your children are looking at themselves, I, as your servant, pray that, Father, they need help. This is the type of a prayer that we need a hand, O Spirit of God. It is a desire that on our own it is too heavy and too difficult to execute. That's why we need you to hold our hand, O Holy Spirit. We need you, Christ, to hold our hand because we know that on our own it is difficult. You said that, oh my God, the door to heaven is so narrow, your word says. That the path to heaven is so narrow, your word says. And so you said that many are pushing, many are pressing, many are fighting to get into it. My God, help us. We need your help, O oh Lord, because we know that this journey is not easy. There are too many distractions. There are too many obstructions. There are too many disruptions. And we need, my God, your guidance. We need the grace of God that we are able to make it our Father. We do not want, my God, to end bad. But we want to end well. We want to end rejoicing. We want to end in you, Christ. We want to end, Lord, having a relationship with you, Holy Spirit. 
And so help us every step of the way in the mighty name of Jesus. We need help how to speak. We need help how to behave. We need help how to think. We need help how to react. We need help how to plan. We need help how to live in the name of Jesus. We want to live a righteous life. My Father, we thank you and we bless you. We glorify you for we know that God, you are able. And we are going to trust and rely on you, Father. Heavenly Father, I say thank you because you have done it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Remember, look at yourself. Stop. Do not focus on looking at him, looking at her, looking at them, looking at us. No. But look at you. All right? Look at you. Let you be the project. Let you be the objective. Work on you first. Work on you. Once you have worked on you, it will be easier for you to help someone else. Work on you. Once you have been sorted, you can then help others. Work on you. Let that be a lifetime commitment. Work on you. Wake up in the morning and say, Father, I am going to work on me. Let it be your prayer that, Lord, before I can help my husband, I want to work on me. Before I can help my wife, I want to work on me. Before I can help my friend, I want to work on me. Before I can help my sister, my brother, I want to work on me. Before I can comment or suggest, I want to work on me. And when that happens, you are going to be a person who is genuine. With that, I have come to the end of the teaching. Um, I want you to enjoy July. Because the second half has started and it is waiting for no one. Remember, each day goes by the subtraction. So maximize every day. Make the most of every day. So that when you are going to bed, you can thank God and say, Thank you, Lord. I have maximized it today. Enjoy and God lift you. Shalom. <laughs>